Hello everyone, this is Amit. If you've only been listening to the Uncommon Cast RX, it's been a very long time since you've heard my voice, and I apologize for that. Uh, kind of had to go on hiatus because things got crazy busy in real life. Um, <laughs> things are still kind of crazy busy, and I'm just settling them in. However, over the next couple weeks, I will be re- releasing something called Rider Jump, which is, I don't know, sort of a pilot, I guess you could say, for a new little spin-off series, and... Uh, you know, you might be saying, hey, if you can't handle this show, then what are you doing putting out another? And I would say, excuse me, I've done um, over almost over 100 episodes of Common uh, Writer commentary and more um, over the last couple of years without stopping for the most part. Maybe something's got delayed, like releases of Double and Kiva, but... Um, and O's <laughs> uh, for the Writerology, but I've been pretty consistent about getting something out. So the thing is, I want to change my consistency and the workflow and, and how it's delivered to you. So that's what I'm going to be taking care of over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we have a big drive show coming, and then we should start releasing Forze uh, like every other week for a while. Um, and we're going to do a big, you know, in-depth writerology on that. We've got the first two parts of it done, and I'm working on finishing the last third of the show to, uh, you know, help to to uh, work on the next part. And then after that, all the other episodes we do should be pretty easy and will be a little more um, open to listener involvement. So anyway, things are going to be changing, but um, it's going to be to keep all the people who uh, work on the show with me uh, happy, because we weren't all happy uh, week to week going on drive. And so... We might change that to like a monthly schedule or something, but we'll see. Um, I'll, I'll let you know as we're changing things. And um, anyway, hope you enjoy uh, this uh, Rider Jump episode zero, um, Aleph's Wish, where Aleph and Sona talk about a lot of different things. And I think this is something we might end up releasing uh, once a month or maybe two times a, a month to help us uh, give you fun content where we're talking about things we actually enjoy, just in case the uh <laughs> the main topic that we're discussing isn't so great because these uh what you're about to hear and all writer jump is going to be kind of derived from tangents or there'll be topical episodes where we're um having a more broad discussion and and that can be a lot more enjoyable for us and for you uh let us know how you liked it uh, i believe the contact information will be at the end of the episode in fact i will make it so and with that i will let you get to the actual episode please enjoy apprehensions about drive i i have i've had things where i'm like this could go very bad if they make certain decisions but from episode one of drive i was on board i was willing i'm willing to believe that they're gonna do this episode i watched episode one of gaim and i'm like i don't feel it and this was that was the only right i watched fies and i watched the first episode of fies and i'm like i feel it and I'm into this, and I can do this show. I watched the first episode of Guy. Through, and, I and did. My respect. And I don't dislike Fies. But I watched the first episode of Guy, and I'm like, I don't feel it. This doesn't feel like... I don't have the feeling I get when I watch Kamen Rider. What's going on here? 
But I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's just this thing or this thing. I was never really on board with the invest fights. So I thought maybe, I thought maybe it was just these couple of things and that it would get better. And I kept watching and it got worse. And I dropped off halfway through the show and Gaim has the distinction of being the only common rider that I've never finished and will never finish. And I can't say that it will always be the only one, but as of right now, it is... It's a good place to start. I have... Amazon is the only Showa rider that I've watched yet. I'm getting there. But I've finished every other Heisei rider and enjoyed it to some extent. (laughs) Some more than others. But I've enjoyed all of them, and I couldn't do it. I, I had to stop. I had to walk away. I you know I have I have a very I have a thing where it's like well look if you're not having fun walk like I I did see some people like you had talked about folks you know saying like oh no you have to tough it out and and or and I'm just like no no one has to there's, this is voluntary. there's a this really is... weird double standard in that your people were both saying if you don't like it why are you watching just stop watching. <laughs> But then there was also, well, you don't get to have an opinion if you're not watching the show. And I'm, and I fought with that for a long time, because I'm like, I do, I feel it's important for me as someone who creates media, who creates stories, to take in thing, to take in not as good, or in this case, bad, just outright bad stories, and figure out what's going wrong. You can learn a lot from a bad series. You can. Uh, I learned I, a lot from the half of Gaim that I watched, but it got to a point where I just couldn't do it anymore. No, yeah. Because it was literally like ten people just being jerks to each other for the sake of being jerks to each other. I'm like, these aren't heroes. This is not a hero show. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, uh, like for me, I admit by the end, my interest was mostly scientific. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, well, how bad can they go? <laughs> like, surely they won't do this. They did it. <laughs> See, I'm not that oh. much. I'm I am a masochist, but I am not that much of a masochist. Well, the 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 thing for me is that Gaim is bad in a way that is fascinating and a little blasphemous. And like the other, like I I finished Gaim because Gaim was like it was once a week. And there was, at the end, I could always say, well, good gravy, why did they, but, uh, and, and, like, I would spend all this time trying to translate it and parse it, and, and there's this big bunch of people who are so rabid about how good it is, and I'm trying to fit what they're saying into the thing I am watching, which is not to say that they're stupid or anything. No, it's just, we're, we're both approaching Gaim from a very different lens than they are. And I, I respect, I respect people that really like Gaim as long as they are not jerks about the fact that I did not. Yeah, exactly. Because there, there are some people, I received a lot of trouble for the fact that I was not into Gaim. But I have many friends who were, and I respect them. I'm glad that they enjoyed Gaim. I'm glad that there are people who were able to enjoy it, and I hope that there are people that were able to take something really great away from it. What that great thing is, I will never know. But I I sincerely 
sincerely hope that someone was able to take something life-changing away from Gaim the way I was able to from Kiva. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and boy, you got to work to find... <laughs> like, I love Kiva. It, it's Wataru. It's a technical masterpiece. Kiva, like, there's just a lot of times you're just like, ooh, no. Yeah, no, the... the when I, when I say that, it's all... I have... When I watched Kiva, I was in a very, very bad place. Watching Wataru brought me out of that very, very bad place. And I can really see that, because Wataru... He, he is amazing, and he is everything that's right about Kiva. And yeah. I had... I had been talking with someone about Haruto, uh, mm. and had ended up kind of writing a long ramble on Twitter about uh, riders who kind of depart from the typical notion of hero, and uh, specifically moving in on Wataru... Um, Haruto, uh, Kenzaki, I think there were a couple of others that I mentioned, hmm. but that those are often the riders that are most important to me, uh, specifically. And I, I find them all very, very important. Uh, Haruto is important in some very, very specific ways, and I very much understand that there are people that just don't see it. Uh, you have to... Well, they're wrong. Well, yes. But, <laughs> no, no, I can't. Can. We're, we're very much joking when we say that, God. But, uh, there, it, it has a lot to do with the messages that I perceive from Wizard. And, uh, I think they are very, very important messages. Uh, I'm, I am a little disappointed that I have, was not part of, uh, a lot of Wizard podcasts. I have a lot of opinions on Wizard and why it is phenomenal in a lot of ways that are not the writing. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, again, I, I blame I blame Koyomi. I blame her for everything, mm-hmm. and I I also blame her agency because it's also partially their fault. Yeah. Well, and it's it's also the the head writer apparently. Uh, as, as I understand it, he was one of the guys who'd worked on the first part of Hibiki, mm-hmm. and then got his own show, and then. Toei said, alright, well, yeah, but we're also, you're going to put in a bunch of episodes with this guy who we tell you to do. No, I don't want to. Well, tough. Yeah. We're Toei. It just, I, I feel a lot of the story suffered for co- the literal central figure of the narrative not being in most episodes. Yeah. And there was a relationship between Koyomi and Haruto that was supposedly built that we never saw except in those last couple of episodes and when he got Infinity, because Koyomi was never around to establish that, and he instead establishes that relationship with Rinko. Yes. And their relationship is amazing. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone. I, I don't, we I don't have, I don't we have, went I don't on just... a lot of tangents here. Yeah, sorry. Um, um, Back I, I, to drive. Back to, back to drive. Uh, with any luck, uh, we'll, we'll with any with any luck, we'll just cut that out. Yeah, uh, we Sorry we went a that. lot of places there <laughs> that should probably be things for like Rider Jump. Yes, or well, some I, other show. I have to say, I'm still very in love with this idea of the of the the shorter form things because I've really wanted to have like shorter form places to discuss related issues yeah that weren't you know because I, I think the i think the near focus is a very good format but 
I think some broad focus is also really handy yeah. at times. Yeah, I, I do think it's it's good that we have this other show now uh, to kind of discuss these things, these long, very important tangents that we go off on that don't fit in other episodes. Yes. We should, we should definitely have a show, and this is me kind of to Amit, uh, I guess. We should definitely have some kind of show that, or something that is just a collection of these tangents that we go on. Every, just a rant corner. Yeah. All right. Just, you get a rant. Twenty minutes. Go. We're like we just take these clips that we have and just put them into something that people can listen to. Why is it every time I turn on a new common writer, it's a skinny kid with froofy hair? Man, look that. Oh, oh, the Heisei hot guy haircut. I'm never letting go of this. I'm gonna hold on to that. And I blame, I blame Tendo Soji. Looking, looking at them, he seems to be where that started. Uh, it does, I mean, uh, our first three Heisei riders had similar haircuts, but it was longer? Hmm. It was, it was a somewhat different haircut that the, the three of them carried. Or the three or four of them carried. Um, but then, then you get to Tendo Soji and he's got this kind of short, bedhead, kind of hot guy haircut, and it's just, up. Oh, this worked. And it, it's partially because his actor is illegally hot. It's very true. And I am... Ille- illegally hot and apparently about as gifted as the character he portrays. Yeah, and I mean, no matter what he does to himself, he is illegally hot. I have seen him with many different looks, and it you should not be allowed. I, how dare you? Good sir. Okay, so... Back to drive. Yeah. Though. All right, let's just give it, like, a two-second thing so that Amit can feel like, all right, well, then I'll just end the cut here. <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, but first we should figure out which bit uh, to um, do. We've got... See, because I've, I've already... Re- we've already got into... Uh, Rena. The reset discussion. We got into the reset discussion. We got into the I was right about Rena discussion. Yep. yep. Um, and how we wanted a Kiriko and Rena show. Because it should I, be. Because everything yeah. should be. I have to say, I really love the, the Toei will never love us enough for that. They, they will never, good. ever love me enough. Or any of us who want no. that sort of thing. I, enough I just, for something just... like that. I mean, again, someone asked me about an all, like, all sidekick girl movie wars. And I'm like, where's my check, Toei? I just wrote you the best movie. Yep. Well, and, and like me, like, I, at this point, I'm just like, no, what we should do, more 45-minute direct-to-video Kamen Rider specials, all ladies. Yep. New new Kamen Rider Zeta O, it's a lady. Yep. Just, they're all one-shots, sure, but, you know, get 30 lady writers and then you can just put them into the regular series and no one will bat an eye because oh well there's already a preponderance of them yeah we, we just okay. need more of them yes we really I, but we also need to not screw them up yeah we well we need them to not be uh fetishy like uh again like I'm so sorry, Amit. We we just get going because we're nerds. We need your. We need someone at the rudder. We're terrible. But look, um, like again, Ultimatum. I love so much of Ultimatum 
that is not the bits where the camera is focusing in on the 14-year-old girl's ass. Yeah. And I mean, just, we, the, the qual- we've had, in the past three years, we've had three canon Lady Riders, and they just get worse as you go along. Yeah. And I mean, it was fair, uh, fairly decent, fairly decent, fairly decent Lady Rider, who is technically canon to the series proper, but never shows up. Yeah, and never gets a toy. No, not a Shiko got a figure arts. Oh, that's true. That's I have the Okay, I thought we were I I'm still I'm still bitter about Uh, uh no, but Mayu. then moving on to Mayu, we have Mayu in canon with great motivations. She's a great character and they just they fumble. Yep. In they just, in the last in the last 9 yards, they just fumble it. Yep. They fumble the she? ball. She's over there. Doing Where's over doing there? her thing. Uh-huh. And again, um in Movie War Trash Fruit Extravaganza. I don't even know what that movie is actually called because I just keep calling it that. Um, I really, I really like what they did with the mages, bringing the three of them in, making them Section Zero. I just, you know, it's just I wish we had more of that in the show. With with, Trash Fruit made me so happy because, like, watching it, it's like. Oh no, this is what they wanted Wizard to be the whole time. Oh man, that hurts. Yeah. Which and then and then we get to to Trash Fruit and they give us like a full she's in the show the whole time. She's really hyper competent. She's a good fighter and oh no, you're just awful. You're an awful character and you you don't know how to wear clothes beyond mid thigh. <laughs> Well, it, in fairness, that's probably the costuming department. It's February. She's wearing a winter coat. It's Come on. Well, well, because, you know, I, I understand that women like to have their legs exposed at all times, right? That's how yeah, that works? Yeah, no, clearly. I live in Sweden. Let me tell you, in, in February, uh, there's lots of girls just, you know, just skirts. And nothing, yeah, like, yeah, that's totally what happens. Just, it, it was... Deeply, deeply oh. upsetting for me, especially since all of our other girls in the show wore pants. Well, here's here's an extra fun bit. Um, all the trailers for uh, Full Throttle. Is that is that the title? Yeah, that's for the for the next movie wars. Okay. Uh, everyone who died in those last few episodes, except for Minato, is coming back. Yeah. Ryoma's back. Yeah, Mecha Ryoma. Yeah, Mecha. Oh, uh, Mecha Ryoma. And I'm just like, what? What? You mean to tell me they can't just make a, a a they can't just put any old person in the in the in the Momo armor? It, Peach armor, whatever I, it's called. It's it's just super disappointing. I don't I don't even know. I don't even know her name. Yeah, it's uh, Minato Yoko, and then it's Common Rider. I forget. I, I don't. I don't. I did not bother learning her name. Yeah, I don't blame you because she was she was deeply upsetting for me. No. I'm I'm still in the camp where my favorite characters are the B-list team guy members. I I think that's a pretty popular camp because that's. Is it really? Well, it, it, look, you have to understand. My exposure to fandom is limited to people who are on this show. <laughs> And so my camp. 
basically. Yeah, I like like uh, Amit posted the list of of uh, what's it? Uh, like the ten most hated characters in writer. So I went to go look because I'm curious. What do these people think? And it's like, who are these people? If if the number Y'all one hate most Seiko from Double. Who? Y'all what? Hate Akiko from Double. Okay, no, I can Y'all understand hate hating Seiko from Double. I can understand hating hating Seiko from Double. For I I like her. I I understand. I can understand why people would dislike her because of what she did to Kirihiko, because that was bad. No one should hate Akiko, especially anyone who likes her father should not hate Akiko. And I will fight every single one of them to the death. She doesn't do anything that the guys don't. Like if you love Shotaro but hate Akiko. You're full of crap. If, if you love Narumi and hate Akiko, you're full of crap. She's literally her father. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just... just and, and, like, my thing with Seiko is, like, look, you can dislike her as a person, as a character, but y'all know that, like, that her actions are how we set up the fact that her dad, Terror, is that bad. This is yeah. what he has put her to. Oh, and I mean, she I'm... She kill him, but... I'm 800% with you there. My whole thing in Double is the Sonozaki family and how... They're the only thing that's good. <laughs> I don't care about Philip. I don't care about... Well, I mean, I care about Philip with regard to the Sonozaki. I don't care about Shotaro and his and his weepy quest for masculinity. Yeah, I don't... I, I, I like Shotaro, and I just... I'm not yeah, a fan I, of his story. I don't... I mean... I don't get his story, and I don't get what it's about, because... It, because it should have been Akiko. Yeah, well, you can, you can literally replace Shotaro with Akiko, and the story does not change. Yeah, I mean, I mean just my whole like, my whole interaction with Double at this point in my life, as again anyone who listens to me talk about Double for three seconds knows, is one hundred percent about Shroud and yeah. her fa- and how phenomenally her story was handled. Even though she is a terrible, awful person who did terrible, awful things, but well, that's what she's for. Yeah, and I mean, she's she's no worse than any of the dudes, really. No, and I mean everything she did was trying to come from a good place, but she was the victim of abuse, who then in this kind of crazed rage ended up hurting more people. And her whole... The whole thing between her and Terui and the end that that comes to is probably one of the most beautiful things in Double for me. I'm I'm right with you. And I mean, again, Shroud hits a very personal place with me because I have some very specific hate in my heart for a very specific person for very similar reasons. Uh, that are not as extreme, but it, Shroud hits a very personal place with me, and I really just love what they did with her story. Oh, I believe that, yeah. And But again, any anyone who dislikes Akiko, I will fight to the death. Anyone who dislikes any of the women in Double, I will fight to the death. <laughs> uh, anyone who dislikes any of the women in anything that aren't Amazon, I will fight to the death. <laughs> 
Are the women in Amazon bad? Uh, Ritsuko is not great. <laughs> she doesn't serve much of any purpose at all and spends a good amount of the series basically yelling at Amazon for absolutely no reason. Oh, it's a shame. It, it's really, like, we're four episodes from the end of the series and she's and Amazon's like, hey, I think this guy might be evil. I think he might be possessed by one of these, like, animal monsters. He's not human and he smells like a fish. And Ritsuko, who has been with him this entire show and knows he is always right, is like, Amazon, that's rude. Go home. <laughs> and lo and behold, Amazon is clearly right, and she gets attacked. And it's just like, Ritsuko, you should know better by now. But a- any any other woman in any other toku show I've seen, Rider or Sentai, if other than Yayoi, because she is awful. I don't know Yayoi. Uh, Kyoryu or uh, Kyoryu Violet. Oh, explains, yeah. Just very lo- a lot of potential that was then relegated to she's there to be completely in love with Daigo to poorly set up the Daigo Amy thing. Boy, that sounds boring. Yeah, no, it was awful, and that's about when I quit the show until the end, and then marathoned the rest of it uh, when it was over. And there are some episodes that are good, but overall, Kyoryuger is my least favorite Sentai. But I made it through the whole thing, and that still points it has over time. Yeah, no, I totally understand. But uh, any any other female in Toku, I will fight anyone over. <laughs> oh, it's I will go to war. Have you watched Daimajin Canon? No. Do I will do that. Beautiful. It will. It, it's. It's. The first part of Hibiki, only more so. Good. As all things it's, should be. Mm, Everything should be mm, the first part of Hibiki. Yes. Well, Hibiki is uh, a masterpiece. Everyone go watch Hibiki. Yes. Especially if you haven't watched Kiva. Please watch Hibiki before Kiva. I will say this in every episode of every podcast I'm on. <laughs> Please watch Hibiki before Kiva. Just so that you don't have to deal with the Zonki Jiro problem. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I have problems with association. I will pretty much always associate an actor with the first role I see them in. I am really glad I watched Hibiki before Kiva, because yeah. I really love Zonki, and that would have ruined him for me. Yes, it would have. Because wow, Jiro. Jiro is a Jiro. terrible, awful person. Okay, so, speaking of podcasts... <laughs> um, okay. Ahmed, I'm so sorry. Oh, God. I don't I don't even know how long that went on. A long uh, time. Well, I, Too I'm long. Gonna make a, I'm going to make a, a note of when we get back on track so that he can at just, least say, just, okay, well, this is when it gets back to it. Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, well, I, we'll I, have, s- I have a question to get to, because I think this one will bring up some good discussion from us. Okay. All right, just going to be quiet. All right, Swan, we're all going to work extra hard and do your work for you so that you can have a day off to get an intergalactic science award. That you don't even want. 
I'm not sure I can spare it. Go on, go get recognized. You're amazing. Okay. okay. Oh my God, everything is on fire. <laughs> oh, I I love Swan so much. Yeah. As again, people who are aware of me know, and I I did a fairly decent Swan cosplay about two years ago. Oh, nice. Uh, Swan is everything that's right in the world to me. <laughs> And uh, I, I love I love Ishino Mako, who plays Swan, mm. who hasn't aged a day since then. I believe it. She does look like she has one of those ageless faces. She is 51 or 52 now. Looks what? exactly the same. She was, like, in her early 40s as Swan. What? <laughs> Dang. Anyway. Um, Ishino I'm... Mako should also be illegal. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, one of the things that came... Oh, let's just give a couple seconds for... In case there's edits that need to happen there. Just because I know us. Yeah. Okay. Go, go, writer. One, two, writer. You can reach Alev at Needs More Alev and Sono at Sono Your Face. Uh, you can reach us through uh, at UncommonRx or the show's inbox, UncommonCastRx at gmail.com to submit any questions, suggest topics for future episodes, or just let us know how we're doing. Please rate and review to raise our visibility and listen to us wherever you are by subscribing through iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite RSS reader. This has been a production of the Tall Network, bringing you analysis with teeth. For more, visit trialofheroes.wordpress.com.